the Lord. We needed to do that. Hallelujah. Come on, I don't know about you, but there is something inside of me rising up. The strength of God in me. I can see tomorrow. I can see tomorrow is good. Tomorrow is going to be awesome. You're going to enjoy the rest of this year. You're going to enjoy the rest of this year. You will not be among those that will be crying or mourning or running etter skater. The rest of this year is blessed, sanctified, and cleared for you. Your the crooked ways already been made straight. Your mountains have been leveled. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Wow, what a privilege and honor to be alive this day. Praise God. Come on, somebody put your hands together. I just thank God for being alive these days. If you, uh, if you watch the news, which we don't encourage people to do often, but what they are saying there is, is, does not make sense anymore. Doesn't make sense. Because if what they are saying is true, then <laughs> God help us. But you and I, you and I, God preserved us. Not because we are perfect, not because we are good, but because you have been appointed to be alive. Hallelujah. By his appointment. By his appointment. Why? Are you here today? Why are you still alive? Why am I still here? Am I better than those that have gone beyond? I don't think so. I just think that I have an assignment. Hallelujah. There is a purpose for God putting me here. Even in front of you. Even for you to be hearing my voice right now. Because in the grave, no one speaks. I speak perfect silence in the grave. Sometimes, you know, when, when they put people in the grave and they cover it with the mud, do you know that people still go there still thinking that maybe something will happen and they will just come out of the grave? That is why it's very, it's very hard for many people to say they should criminate them because at that point, the, the whole, all hope is lost. But in the grave, you still go there after 30 years. This, see, you are still believing that maybe, maybe you just rise up. Even if the person should rise up, you will run for your life. You will rise up. But why are you believing that they should come up? But you and I are still here. Because... God wants us here. And we will start to do what we are spared for. Because we will be ungrateful not to actually hack into his voice and do his biddings. If he spared us to make money, To make money, I look at it now as a privilege. <laughs> if you are strong, if we are well, then you think about making money. When you are not well, money does not come across your mind. 
you just think that you know what Lord just bear me a man of God was speaking uh, a few days ago and was talking about the pain that he had to go through because of the people surrounding him those that have gone already the year before 2020 and already this year people that are hurting people that are in pain that surrounds him imagine if anybody we have to comfort this person comfort another family comfort another family it will come to a time that even yourself will need comfort That is why we need to appreciate this time, appreciate our lives. And I believe we do so. So to appreciate God, let's just put our hands together and just thank Jesus. We can do better than that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hear him say thank you. Zion, I say, Zion House say thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, let's continue uh, from where we stopped. Do I need to do a recap? Or oh, you know it already? You don't know. You, don't, you know everything, right? You know the reason why you are here. And you know that uh, you need to continue to proclaim his name. Let's read Psalm 33, verse 12. And the Bible says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. That's what rings in my ears like nothing else. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he has chosen as his own inheritance. By his appointment. Some are called to be apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, and some evangelists. Hallelujah. I know you have already identified yours in the last two weeks, right? Am I right? Praise the living Jesus. In, um, in Ephesians chapter 4, 11... That's why where that one came from, the apostles, what you are called to do. You may think that, hold on, I'm not one of, of those. So am I not chosen? But first Peter 2 9 says what? A yeah, chosen generation. Oh uh, royal priesthood, holy nation. People call out of what? Into marvelous light. And it says to proclaim or to declare his praise. Hallelujah. I'm reading the, uh, our, um, our uh, scriptures for the old series. Mark 3, 13. Mark 3, 13, and he went up on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted, and they came to him. 
Then he appointed twelve, that they might be with him, and that he might send them to preach. Fifteen now says, and to have power to heal sicknesses and cast out demons. Praise the name of Jesus. Say, these are the things that God has, you know, done concerning us. And like Jonah, many of us refuse to hearken or to follow his command. And because of this, many people around us are suffering. And that is why we have to obey to save their lives. First, they need to throw us out of the boat. And we've been thrown out of the boat two weeks ago. And we journeyed through the belly of the fish. And we've been vomited right now in the place that God intended for us to be. Hallelujah. You will think that, but I'm not Jonah. Because normally we pray that Jonah will not enter your boat. So you don't want to be a Jonah. Hallelujah. But Jonah was a servant of God. Jonah <laughs> repented. Hallelujah. Jonah did not die in the belly of the fish. He was delivered. And we are delivered in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So the question is, as servants of God, what is God doing at this season? As leaders, what do you think God is doing? And we try to answer that. And, we, and the only way to find the answer is to get into the revelation. Remember? We need to know God's agenda. What is his agenda? His agenda is in his revelations. And we read about John in the island of Patmos in Revelation 1. And we read of all that God intended. Then we went to Revelation 5. And uh, there was a scroll, the, 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 the secret of what will come after the end time. And the one who sat on the throne was holding it. And there was no one qualified to take it from his hand to open it. And while John was crying, an elder came to him and I said, Look, the lamb that was slain, the, 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 the lion of the tribe of Judah, has risen up to open the scroll. And he went, he took the scroll and opened it. And reveal to us what this world we experience. And then uh, took us from Revelation to Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, chapter 6. You have it in your note, right? Okay. Chapter 6. Something happened there. Which has to be... That's why I said, God... God... Uh, told Isaiah to go and tell the people, keep on hearing, in verse 9, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Like, you know, as, as much as people, as, as much as God is pouring out his, his mind, people are not listening. 
People don't want to follow God. They still want to follow mammon. Mammon is God of money. Mammon is God of, 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 uh, of things that had nothing to do with eternity. People kill. <laughs> I watched one movie which I'm not going to tell you the title now. It has to do with uh, politicians. And as I was going through it, I realized the reason why believers find it hard to become a politician. It's not, it's, it's, it's not a good, good game to play at all. I mean, it's a kind of life that many even are living without even being a politician. That you want to get whatever you want to get by all means, no matter who you step on or you even kill. And I said, wow. This is the story of the world right now. Brother, we kill another brother. Family, we kill family. Just to get by. Just to get what you want. That's, that's no God. And God cannot be pleased with such things. And that is what the world is experiencing. And that is why you and I need to come to that place of assignment and let go of all this running up and down. We run, run, run so tired, we age quickly, and still at the age of 50, we're still looking for a job. Age of 60, you're still applying for a job. Age of 70, you're still praying to God, Father, I need a job. Age of 80, Father, I need to build a house. Come on now, what have you been doing all this while? Vanity upon vanity. All is vanity. What the Bible says in Ecclesiastes is that what is given to us is our food. Food. Eat and drink and be merry. The rest is no account for them. By his appointment. So we're going to go to Jonah again because when we look into God's agenda, number one thing I saw was God appointing us. It, because you see, God is a spirit. Do you believe that? You can feel it. God is a spirit. He will not come down here to do things for himself. He will always use human flesh and blood to carry out his assignment here on earth. Hallelujah. And we are so privileged that we have been chosen by him to be his messenger, his servant, his mouthpiece at this end time. Now, I know, EM, I know you understand that we love you and we want you to prosper that we are praying for you, that the Lord will bless you, will make you rich, I mean rich. Is it? No. Wealthy, have a lot of money. I mean, I need some money. I want you to give about six million pounds, not naira, pounds. So I'm praying for you that you will prosper. But our 
called, our first call is to serve him. And the Bible says, all other things shall follow us. It's seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So what is the kingdom of God? The happiness and the joy of the kingdom. Hallelujah. To make heaven happy. To make God happy on his throne. Looking down on us and, and like, wow, yes, I like that, I like that, I like that. That is what our assignment is. To cause him to be pleased with us. Hallelujah. Then the Bible says that even our enemy will be at peace with us when our ways please God. So that is what we should look at. It says goodness and mercy shall do what? Follow you all the days of your life. You just have to abide. You just have to walk first in his, in his will. So we look into the revelation that we have already. Hallelujah. Which is the word of God. And discover his plan for this generation. For this time. And that is where I want to start. So... Let's read. I'm trying to choose the one to read. Now, let's read Ephesians. I'll start with Ephesians because why we need to start from Ephesians is because I want you to see something that we need to actually, you know, step into our purpose, to step into, into his assignment for our lives. So Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Therefore, therefore, I also, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord, uh -huh. Jesus and your love for all, for the Lord Jesus and uh, your love for all the saints, yes, do not cease to give thanks for you, mm -hmm. making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom, spirit of wisdom, and the revelation and the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, uh -huh. that you may know that what is the hope of his calling. What is the hope of his calling? What are the riches of his glory? What are the riches of his glory? Of his inheritance in the saints. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Read verse 19 as well. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, mm -hmm. according to the working of his mighty power? Hallelujah. See, when, when our eyes is opened, what will happen is you will begin to do things at ease. You will be pleased with what you are doing. You don't need anybody to praise you. You will know that you are doing the right thing because it's coming from the Spirit of God. You are doing it because you believe that God wants you to do it. Hallelujah. Now, this wisdom... And revelation is very important to our call. The call that is upon our lives needs wisdom and revelation. Revelation is, is what comes when God opens your eyes to a mystery. What everyone else will not understand, you will just have the understanding of it. Hallelujah. And at that point, at that point, people will think that you are crazy. They will think that something is wrong with you. But it's all right. They can think like that. But you know why you are behaving or you're, you are saying what you are saying. It's because you have been exposed by the revelation of God to a secret thing. Hallelujah. 
And because you have the spirit of God, you will, you will have wisdom to run with it. Wisdom is what? Applied knowledge. Hallelujah. Wisdom is applied knowledge. You apply the knowledge and then you will now move with wisdom. Accomplishing what God has said before you. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, we need to be sons of Issachar. Keep saying it because they know the time, you know, and what they ought to do at a season. At a particular season, they know that this time is time for prayer. This is the time to go out for evangelism. This is time to sing song. This is time to study. This is what God is doing. And they will make now. Another thing about them is that they just don't know it for themselves. They make declaration of it to everyone around them. Now, apparently, they, 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 the rest of the Israelites, you know, there are 12 tribes. 12 tribes, right? They are the ones that sees and know what God is doing at this season and make it known to the rest of the tribe. And because they have been appointed for that purpose, the rest obeys, follow them, and they are blessed. So you and I have to be sons of Issachar. Hallelujah. And, God, and the Lord is making us so right now. I can feel it. I know that God is doing it. Let's read John 15, 16. John 15, 16. He says, yes, you did not. You did not choose me. You did not choose me. But I chose you. But I chose you. And appointed you. Now, I did what? I said, by his appointment. You see, not everybody can do this thing. Even if they want to do it, they may not be able to do it. They have to be chosen and be connected. Hallelujah. Go on. You... And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. That you should go. Hallelujah. Say go. Go. It's not to sit. You have been appointed to go, not to sit. Okay. And bear what? And bear, and bear fruit. fruit. What's the meaning of that? Reproduce. Go and reproduce. Even if you can make one person, one soul, to come to the Lord in a year. I don't want to, you know, stretch, stretch you or stress you. I don't want to stretch you or stress your life. Make up your mind that this year, 2021, at least one soul will be one for Christ. I will make, you know, I will put effort into winning soul. At least one, if I can record one soul by the end of the year, Father, help me. Go on. To bear and, fruit. And that your fruit should remain. And that your fruit should remain. You say, this is where discipleship comes in. It's not enough to just tell somebody, give your life to Christ, and they say, okay, lead me to Christ. And then, you know, after that, they say, yeah, praise the Lord. I mean, no, no, no. You still have work to do. Hallelujah. That your fruit may what? Remain. Remain. You have to watch it. You have to look after them. You have to, you know, care for them. You have to show them the way to go. You know, sometimes they go, we talk about, uh, uh, is it okay for you when you go out for evangelism to invite people to your church? I was shocked when people said, I know you don't have to. 
I'm like, what? 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 So you just preach to them and that's it. You invite them to come with you to where you are being fed so that they too can grow to become like you. And, they, and, and their fruits will well, remain. Praise the Lord. Go on. They just finished that one. Yes? That your fruits will remain. That, that whatever, whatever you, you have in the Father, uh -huh. in my name, he may give you. Oh, I don't like the may there. But it's the Bible that whatever you ask of the Father, He may give you. You see now, now, now. Can you see where your calling is aligned with your blessing? Oh, can you see it at all? When you obey God and do His work, God is bound to bless you. He cannot just leave you like that. He will bless you. He will look after you. You are His servant. You are, you know, an ambassador to his kingdom. It will provide for your need. You see all those things you're running after, we just come to you at ease. Favor, we just open doors for you. Come on, am I, am I communicating with somebody? Favor of God will come upon you and we just realize that you have peace in your life. You see, the peace that we have, not as the word gives, but the peace that comes from the Father will cause you to dwell safely. You will sit down and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. The Bible says, it permits no one to do you harm. Listen, we have this assurance in Christ Jesus. So, if he calls you to do something for him, be sure that he will look after you. You must be sure. You must, I mean, be sure. I'm assuring you now that he will look after you. Now, look at uh, Jonah. Let's go to Jonah now. Jonah 3. I don't know any other ways to pronounce Jonah is there any other way to pronounce Jonah? Is it Jonah? Or Jonah? And anyway, Jonah chapter 3. Let's read verse 5. So the people of Nineveh, Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast. Now, what led to that was after it was vomited or it was delivered on the shore of Nineveh, then he now walked into, the, in, into that city and then he's, you know, he was there now proclaiming God to the people. And mostly what he was saying is, God is going to destroy you if you don't change your ways. Now, saying that, people were hearing it. You see, it's very important for us to speak to who, whosoever. I will show you why. Because while he was going there, he was speaking to people. He did not actually go to the king. Jonah did not go to the king. He was just preaching, speaking in the city. And let's read and see what happened. Go on. Proclaimed a fast and put on a sackcloth from mm. the greatest let's, to the you least see, of them. The issue is, I want us to join to five, but let's read from verse one. 
Because I like these things because you, you don't read it all the time. So when we have opportunity like this, let's read this story. Okay? Let's go on. Verse 1. So the Lord spoke to the fish, mm -hmm. and it vomited Jonah unto dry land. Uh -huh. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh. That, gr that great city, and preached to it the message I tell you. Uh -huh. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, uh -huh. according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city. Great city. A three-day journey in uh, extent. Uh -huh. And Jonah began to enter the city uh -huh. on the first day's walk. Uh -huh. Then he cried out and said... He did what? He cried out and said... Yet, yet, forty days, forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. <laughs> no, so, no. Hear this now. Let's pause there. He did not preach repentance to them. That is why we cannot be Jonah all the way. Hallelujah. <laughs> we cannot be Jonah all the way, but we just have to be obedient. Hallelujah. He went there to proclaim doom. That you guys are doomed. In forty days, push. You're gone. But you see, verse 5, go on, and it now says, So the people of Nineveh believed God. They believed God. Proclaimed a fast. Uh -huh. And put on sackcloth. Uh -huh. From the greatest to the least of them. Uh -huh. Then word came to the king of Nineveh. Uh -huh. And he arose from his throne. Uh -huh. And laid aside now, now, his robe. Hear that. Then word came to the king of where? Nineveh. Wasn't Jonah himself. But word traveled. Hallelujah. I went to the palace and to the king. So whatever you speak, whatever you are saying around to people can go around. Don't think that, well, it's not important. No, preach to that person. You don't know who he knows. You don't know how far the word can go. Like I'm speaking to you now, I don't know where you are going tomorrow or who you are going to speak to. I don't know you, who is even hearing me right now online. That is why we need to proclaim, just proclaim, declare his words. The good news. He didn't bring the good news. He told them that they, they were going to be destroyed. But the word traveled. People repented. They believed his word. Why? Because they, 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 they believed that Jonah was a servant of God. And he wouldn't say what he's saying if God had not spoken. And what happened? Let's see. Go on. Where are you? Then the word came to the king of Nineveh. Verse 6, yes. And he arose from his throne. He arose from his throne. And, and laid aside his robe. He laid aside his robe. Covered himself with sackcloth. Uh-huh. And sat in ashes. Uh-huh. And he caused it to be proclaimed. Now, he caused it to be what? Proclaimed. Uh-huh. And published throughout Nineveh uh -huh. by the decree of the king. By the decree of the king. And his noble saying. Saying what? Let neither man nor beast. Let neither man nor beast. Herd nor flock. Uh -huh. Taste anything. Hmm. Do not let them eat or drink water. Uh -huh. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth mm -hmm. and cry mightily to God. Uh -huh. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hand. Now, hold on a second. Jonah went in and said, in 40 days, your city will be you know, destroyed. They got the message. Remember, hear, hearing you will not hear. 
Remember that scripture. Say, in hearing you will know, in seeing you will not see. You are just dull in that. But these people, when they had what, because it was time. Jonah was appointed by God to deliver the message. So as he was speaking, he did not even explain it, but they had the understanding. They, 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 the eyes of your understanding should be enlightened. In wisdom and revelation, what he did not say, look at that, they understood. And the Bible says what? But what? Where, were, where are you? Eight? Nine. Nine, go on. Who can tell... Who can tell if God will turn and relent uh -huh. and turn away from his fierce anger? Fierce anger. So that we may not perish. Well, I wasn't there, but I just thought that, uh, you know, somehow, somehow, he told them harshly that you guys, your evil is too much. God is fed up of your evil doings. And God is ready to destroy you. And God sent me to tell you. That in 40 days, you guys will be wiped out of the earth. And people believed. And the word came to the king. The king removed his rope, put the rope as, aside, and now proclaimed across the city, great city, that do not let even your cat lick water. Nobody should eat or drink. Not only that, put hashes on yourself. In, bring yourself to a place of humility. Remember, if my people, that call by my name, bring yourself to a place of submission. Tell God that you are sorry. Let, and now, even the king knew what was going on in the land. The evilness that was going on in the, in the land. And the king says, let everyone repent of their evils and turn to God. Verse Ten. 10. Then God saw their works. God saw their works. That they turned from their evil ways. That they turned. Uh -huh. And God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them. Mm -hmm. And he did not do it. Wow. We have assignment. And our assignment is to preach, to reach each. Preach to reach each. I'm doing my bit and I'm believing God at least one of you will be reached. One of you will believe today. And one of you will go out there. One of you will change your way. Hallelujah. You will turn to God. One of you will humble yourself. You will say, you know what? I think it's me. I think this message is for me. That's my belief. That's what I'm believing God for. At least one person to understand. Hallelujah. So that that one person can go out. Hallelujah. Because you have been chosen. You'll be appointed. Go out and spread the good news of salvation. Hallelujah. And God will surely do it. Now, when I look into the agenda of God, the one he showed me, number one on his agenda is his second coming. 
people are ignorant of this fact. People think that they have been saying it for years and Christ has not returned. People are saying that I don't think he will ever come back. People are now, you know, they've, uh, 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 they've grown or yeah, dull in their heart. Even believers don't believe anymore the Bible. Faith of many works cold. Many people now only pray when they just feel like. Many people don't care what Satan is doing to people around them. Like Jonah was in the boat, was sleeping. Jonah was in the boat, was sleeping, and people were about to perish. Many believers now only care about God. Do you know that many believers across the, you know, the world, the globe, the only time they honor God is when God has done good things for them. That is when he's awesome God, the great and mighty God, the everlasting Father. You will see them that they have something inside of them to say to God. But why they are still waiting for God to do things, they wait with, uh, with like kind of anger, kind of like, how long is it going to take? With this attitude that if you are a king and somebody has got that kind of attitude, you will not favor them. And we still expect God to favor us even with our attitude. Somebody say, Lord have mercy. So, Isaiah chapter 9. Don't worry. I will soon let you go. Isaiah chapter 9. What is God's plan for this season? Verse 1. Nevertheless. The gloom will not be upon her who is distressed. Mm -hmm. As when at first he lightly esteemed mm -hmm. the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali and afterwards more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in the Galilee of the Gentiles. You know the reason I, I like to use these scriptures? Because many of you will never read this kind of place. All you will look for is God says I'm blessed. God says it. Now, some of you now will be like, what is pastor? Why are we in this one? The gloom will not be. I don't understand. Yes, you don't understand because you don't know what chapter 8 says or the 10. So this is the first time you are looking at it, right? So I think we should go, we should find time and study the Old Testament. And we look through the names. I think we should do that. God will help us. Yes, go on. I'm going somewhere with that. So follow closely. Yes. The people who walked in darkness uh -huh. have seen a great light. Uh -huh. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, uh -huh. upon them a light has shined. Do you know that is a good news yes. for this season? Amen. Do you know that if you declare that to anyone, you will lift up their faith and hope 
of tomorrow. Hallelujah. Now, now, it's very even funny now that they are saying that many people are not sick anymore, but they are carriers of this virus. They are going about very healthy. They are very fantastic, good, but they are carriers. So you cannot even pinpoint who is who. You won't. <laughs> oh, God. But if you tell somebody that... Uh, the people walk where? In darkness have seen a great light. Hallelujah. To, to whom? Sorry, those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death. Somebody who is afraid already that, oh, I got COVID. And you go to that and say, don't worry. God is able to heal you. He will heal you. He will protect you. Do you know that you will lift up their faith? Fear will leave them. And they will start to believe God again. That is why it's important. Then go on and you will see where I'm going. You have multiplied the nation. You have multiplied the nation. And increased its joy. Mm -hmm. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest. Uh -huh. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Uh -huh. for, for you have broken the yoke of his burden. Uh -huh. And the staff of his shoulder. Uh -huh. The rod of his oppressor. Uh -huh. As in the day of Midian. This is what God will do for us this week in the name of Jesus. Uh-huh. Go on, five. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle uh -huh. and the garments rolled in blood uh -huh. will be used for burning and fuel of fire. Uh-huh. And see what happened now in six. The for good unto news. Us for unto us a child is born. Unto us this is the one that you know because you read it every time at Christmas. Hallelujah. But what, that is what led to it. Go on. Unto us. For unto us a child is born, uh -huh. unto us a son is given, uh -huh. and the government will be upon his shoulder, uh -huh. and his name will be called Wonderful, Wonderful, Counselor, Counselor, Mighty God, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, uh -huh. Prince of Peace. Uh -huh. Of the increase of his government and, and peace, peace. Uh -huh. there will be no end. Uh -huh. Upon the throne of David uh -huh. and over his kingdom, uh -huh. to order it and establish it with judgment and justice. From wow. that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The first coming of Christ was to bring the kingdom down here. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. His kingdom is now here. The second coming is to come and judge the word. Hallelujah. 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 He's coming to judge the world, and the way he's going to do it is that he's going to take the faithful to himself. And those that do not believe will perish with Satan in hell. And look around the world. How many people, or what is the percentage of people that you think, as a servant of God, are going to hell? And the percentage of those that you think going with him. Now, if you are God seated on the throne, the king, and you're looking at your creation, and you discover that 92% of your creation are heading to hell, how would you feel? How would you feel? You created them, they are your creation, but they are now on their way to perdition, to destruction, to hell. 
and you now appoint people to be your mouthpiece, to go and tell them that, listen, you don't have to die like this. You don't have to go to hell. Now, we were saying, I was discussing with Pastor about the believers that have gone with this COVID. Now, some of us, we look at some and we know their works in the vineyard. And we believe that, wow, at least of what we know of them, they are going to be with the Lord. But some, when you look at it, even you yourself, you think that, ah, hey, that person. Obviously, you will not rejoice. We just think that, ah, Lord, help us. That will cause you even to check yourself. Because it can happen to anybody. But because we have been appointed for a purpose, you will, if you abide in that, God will protect you. I'm not saying that those that have gone beyond did not abide. We don't know if they have done their work and they were finished. Or God thought, it's okay, come, I don't want you to suffer. If they have gone to be with the Lord, it's again. Hallelujah. It's a gain. But if they're gone to hell, well, something we should cry about. Well, it's too late anyway. But we that we remain, we need to hack it. Now, the good news of his coming. Now, it's coming in Luke 4.18. When he came the first time, this is what he said. In Luke 4.18. And he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. In Luke 8, 19. Write them down, write them down. I, I will just, you know, I'm just going through it. His mother and brothers came to him and could not approach him because of the crowd. Uh -huh. And it was told by some who said, your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. Mm -hmm. But he answered and said to them, and said to them my mother and my brothers mm -hmm. are these who hear the word of God and do it. Hallelujah. We need to do it. Proclaim. He came, proclaimed. He chose us to proclaim. We have to start to proclaim. And through this, many lives will be saved and God will be happy. So, <laughs> the first thing he wants us to do in his agenda, remember, is to make proclamation. Let the world know where he stands. He is God. We need to let them know that He is God. And what He wants us in, 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 in that agenda as well is for us to pray and to, you know, to kind of encourage people to return to God. There's a reason. Let's read that and read Isaiah 10. 
Actually, I, you know, I would have loved to read the whole book of Isaiah 10, but because of our time, let's just read verse 20 to 22. Verse 20 to 22. Isaiah. And it shall come and to it pass. Shall come to pass uh -huh. in that day yes. that the remnant of Israel uh -huh. and such as have escaped of the house of Jacob will never again depend on him who defeated them, but will depend on the Lord and the Holy One of Israel uh -huh. in truth. In truth. The remnant will return the remnant of Jacob uh -huh. to the mighty God. To the mighty God. For though your people, mm -hmm. O Israel, uh -huh. be as the sand of the sea, mm -hmm. a remnant of them will return. Will return. The destruction decreed shall overflow with righteousness. Hallelujah. Do you have understanding of that? Hallelujah. We are the remnant. And we are not the only one. There are still many who are yet to return. What God wants is for us to make proclamation, to reach the, the, the unreached people of the world, wherever, across the globe, however you can, you know, God will lead you to do it. Because the remnant shall return. And he says this in verse uh, 20, be there, he says, we will never again, we will never again depend on him who defeated them. But will depend on the Lord, the only one of Israel, the truth. Now, what, we're, what the Bible is trying to show us there is that people's mind will come back to him to depend solely on him. Vaccine, medicine or, you know, around will work better when we submit it to God. Whatever they use to make those things are creations of God. He created all of it. We found them here on earth. The only thing we can say is that whether God made heaven or not. If we believe that, then whatever they have been used, even this microphone in my hand, you know, is God made. Made by God. How? He gave somebody wisdom. Thought about it, worked it out, and now we can use it. So whatever we can, now, let's put our hands together for the NHS staff. Come on, let's celebrate the good work and the wonderful work they are doing. Now, on that very note, can I also say that NHS is not God of UK? Can I say it again that NHS is not the God of United Kingdom. NHS is the servant, is a servant in the hand of God. God is using NHS of UK to, to, to save lives. And do you know what? NHS should acknowledge God. Our prime minister needs to acknowledge God for NHS. Hallelujah. God can give wisdom to the leaders of NHS how to sort things out. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we ask or think. He is God and God alone. 
what we don't understand is that he cannot share his glory with anyone or any organization or any government. The government needs to acknowledge God as God. At least America have in God we trust. This is what this generation is missing. Thinking we are able to do things by ourselves. We cannot depend on anything. Economy, we cannot depend on economy. We have seen the rise and fall of kingdoms from ages past. Rise and fall of kingdoms. But one still remain. The kingdom of our father. Still remain the same. And Christ brought this kingdom down. He gave his life for us. And he went back. And the thing is, is coming back. The remnants. We need to rise. you've been blessed. I'm looking at you, I'm like, Pastor, what is this? I'm just a messenger. We need to turn the heart of the people back to God. Not that we can do it physically, but we can do our parts. And the Holy Spirit will do his part. The Bible says no one comes to the Father except the Spirit draws them. Hallelujah. But we are to go and speak to them. And now, you are in church today because you love the Lord, or you are hearing me today up till now because you love the Lord. And one thing I know is that God will look after you. It will, it, it will sort you out. Don't worry. That house you want to buy, you will buy it, and it will cause you to live in it. I'll say better, amen. <laughs> you, 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 need to, you need to Google some things. You need to go and search something and discover those that bought house, completed the house, and could not move in because they were dead. They signed the paper. The email was coming. While the email arrived, they were not able to read it. It was someone else who read the email that, congratulations. How many people in Africa bought land and the land they bought was the same land they buried them in. Never built the house. They bought the land, did not build the house, and they were buried in the land because they bought it. Let us calm down. God wants his people to return. B, there is grace, proclaiming of God's grace and his deliverance. And that is where we're coming. Second Chronicles 30, 31 to 10, but because of my time now, I can't read that, but we, we are going to read verse 6 of it. Now, you and I need to put on shoes 
you know, you are going uh, uh, on, uh, it's not Olympic, because Olympic, you know, if you know the origin of Olympic, you will not want to associate yourself with Olympic. Yes, you will not want to. So it's not only, but we are entering a race. Hallelujah. And you can't wear your high heels, ma. Ma, you can't, you can't put on your high heels. You'll not be able to run properly. You need your trainers. Hallelujah. Your skirt needs to be a, a, a wild skirt. The, the pencil skirts will not allow you to run. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. So all your wig have to be attached properly. Don't use pain. Sew it in. Sew it in. Because while you are running fast, the wind can do its magic. And something can be running after you. Or people can bring it to you at the front. So that is why you need to sew it in. And the Lord will help us. Hallelujah. Are you there? 2 Chronicles 30 verse 6. Then the, then the runners went throughout all Israel. You know, you will not enjoy this if you don't read it from verse 1. At least let's read from verse 1 and stop there at 6. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, let's read from verse 1. And Ezekiah sent, all, sent to all Israel and Judah uh -huh. and also wrote letters to Ephraim uh -huh. and Manasseh uh -huh. that they should come to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem uh -huh. to keep the Passover to the Lord God of Israel. Proclamation. Calling to the people of God to come. Okay? Go on. For the king and his leaders uh -huh. and all the assembly in Jerusalem uh -huh. had agreed to keep the Passover in the second month. You see, when we pray very well, fervently this month, I'm telling you, leaders of the earth will agree with us and call for prayer on behalf of the nation. We call for prayer on behalf of the nation. Yes, go on. For they could not keep it at the regular time uh -huh. because a sufficient number of priests had not consecrated themselves. Now, a, a what? A sufficient number of who? Priests. Priest. We are the royal priesthood. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. A sufficient of them, that is a lot of them. If, if, if there were only few, they would put them aside and go ahead. But because a sufficient of them were not consecrated, so they have to do or postpone it to another time. And go on. No other people gathered together at Jerusalem. Uh -huh. And the matter pleased the king and all the assembly. Uh -huh. So they resolved to make a proclamation. They resolved to make a proclamation throughout Israel. Throughout all Israel. For Bersheba to Dan. Uh -huh. And and they should not, and they should come to keep the Passover to the Lord God of of Israel at uh -huh. Jerusalem, uh -huh. since they had not done it for a long time. Since they have not done it for a long time. In the prescribed manner. I know you still don't understand, right? Don't worry. I know you still you are like, and so what? <laughs> so what happened now? Six. 
Then the runners went throughout all Israel. Now they resolved to make a proclamation, but that proclamation needs messenger, needs people to go and proclaim. That's where you and I comes in. Hallelujah. Now the runner went throughout all Israel and Judah. Uh -huh. With the letters from the king and his leaders. With the letter from the king and the leaders. And spoke according to the command of the king. Uh-huh. Children of Israel. Children of Israel. Return to the Lord God of Abraham. Return to the Lord God of Abraham. Isaac and Israel. Isaac and Israel. Then he will return to the remnants then of you. Then he will what? He will return. Uh -huh. To the remnants of you. Uh -huh. Who have escaped from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Uh-huh. Seven. And do, not let, and do not be like your fathers and your brethren. Who wow. trespassed against the Lord God of their fathers, uh -huh. so that they gave them up to desolation. Uh -huh. as you see. Eight. Now do not be stiff-necked. I didn't say that. Uh -huh. As your father were, fathers were, but yield yourself to the Lord uh -huh. and, and enter the sanctuary which he has sanctified forever and serve the Lord your God, that the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. Nine. For if you return to the Lord your to the Lord, your brethren and your children will be treated with compassion hey. by those who lead them captive, so that they may come back to this land. Wow. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful mm -hmm. and will not turn his face from you in return to him. Hmm. If you return to him. So ten. So the runners pass from this from city Let's stand to city. Off. I want you to go now. I just want to let you go. I just want to let you go. I see how far. Lord, but I think I should, I should, I should allow you to go buy, uh, allow you to go and buy your trainers. Hallelujah. We, some of us, we do sprint. Some of us, we do long, uh, long distance marathon. Some of us, we, we even have to do a short put and then we jump over obstacles and, uh, and all those things. Let's get fit. Hallelujah. We need to get ready. The, the king already made a decree. There have been agreement now. We, we and the heaven, we are, we are in agreement now. We, now we know what God wants. Hallelujah. We know what God wants. He wants us to proclaim. Hallelujah. He wants his people to return. Hallelujah. He want, and and he, said there, he said, if you return to him, he will do a return to you. Hallelujah. Not only that, he says... He says it will be gracious and merciful. It will be gracious and merciful. Verse 9. It will what? Be gracious and merciful and will not turn his face from you if you return to him. He will be gracious and merciful. That's what we are praying for. We need mercy. I'm telling you, we need mercy. We need mercy. Now, 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 now. Some part of the world now, some part of the world, any space they can find, they are looking for to just put people there to treat them. Because the hospital is full. Now, God forbid, I was hearing this, I don't know if it's true, that they were now treating people in the ambulances now. Okay. In the stadium, which country? I hope it's not our, our here. For, God will not allow this to happen. We have hall here. Sanctuary here. We don't want this thing to resort to the point that they will say, any church you can find, 
We don't want this. This is serious. We need God's mercy. Stadium. Mercy, oh Lord. Mercy, oh Lord. Now, it's good that we still have time now to pray, to come together, to use our grace and our anointing together to pray, to ask God for mercy. For the, You see it here again, it was the king. The king agreed. The king agreed with the servants of God. That's what I'm trying to say. We need to commit the heart of the king and the leaders, prime minister, president to God's hand. So that they will come in agreement with the church. Come in Even this one we are having now is God's grace already. People went and fought and asked for us to, to be able to come together like this. So don't let us waste this opportunity. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Now, it, it looks as if, as if, you know, everything is all right, it's happening, it cannot come near us. Yes, it will not come near us, but can disturb our own plans. The king agreed, make a proclamation, but could not go himself. The runners have to run. We are the runners. We are the messenger. We had the appointed messenger. We have been appointed. The appointed messenger. Hallelujah. We have been called to do this. Hallelujah. This is what we do. This is what we do. Making proclamation, saying there that, you know what? People, please, please, turn to God. Turn to God. Because it will be what? It will be gracious and merciful and will turn his face from you. I mean, will not turn his face from you if you return. In the hospitals, there are prayer rooms there. there are, uh, in the past, in the past, I know it's still a little bit, but things are changing. In the past, there is what we call chapel. The chapel is still there. But in some areas now, you don't have chapel. You have prayer room. It's universal room. Anybody can go there. Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, everybody. It's prayer room. Everybody call on your God. Do you know that if somebody is sick, if a wife is sick on the bed, and the wife is not a born-again Christian, and the husband himself is not a born-again Christian, he can move with compassion to go and look for a prayer room. And we pray to any God. That God, if you are there, God, if you are there, if truly you are there, the Lord help us. I will let you go. We have to be the runners. Hallelujah. It's okay. We have to be the runners. We have to run. And the running is not you running all around. In whatever ability that God gives to you. Maybe by internet, by your phone, make sure you begin to proclaim. Look for scripture to post on. 
preach to somebody, if you can do video, enough of, it's me, look at me, Snapchat, I'm here. No, it, it's beyond all those things now. You need, because you have followers, right? You said, I am shy, but you have 1,000 followers. I don't like to speak to people, but you have 1,000 followers. You are a leader, you just don't know it. People are listening to you. People are hearing you, they care about what you say. So what are you saying to them? Let him return to God. And God will have mercy on us. And God will be gracious to us. And God will not turn his face from us. I want you to begin to rub your hands and begin to ask God, help me to be a faithful runner. In